Hello, and welcome to another episode of Industry Celebrities. My name is Kimberly Scott. Industry Celebrities is a podcast where I interview industry professionals in any industry and ask them four simple questions about their industry or their passion. Plus, my guests will give us a little advice to their younger self. If if you would, if you want to tune into other episodes, you can do so by going to thatkimberly.com and choose which platform you'd like to listen to iTunes, Spotify, Google, YouTube, Amazon, Alexa, and all that SoundCloud, all those great places. So now that I have that out of the way, uh, my guest today, I'd like to welcome her, Gia, Miss Gia Jordan. Hi, Gia. Hi, how are you? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? I'm doing really, really well. I'm so happy to be on this podcast with you. Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate you for joining me. So um, tell the listeners a little bit uh, about what industry you're in and just some background story about yourself. Okay. Well, hi, everyone. I am Gia. I am a real estate investor here in the Washington, D.C. area. <gasps> I love Washington, D.C. Who doesn't? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, to, in Northern Virginia, to be specific. Okay. And I love what I do. I entered into the world of real estate recently and have gotten bit by the bug and I'm not going back. <laughs> What's it was your background in real estate? No, my background is actually in healthcare. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then my background too is actually in pediatrics. I love okay. that. I still do that to this day. Uh-huh. I love it. But it's it's wonderful being able to have two new loves now. It's not like having two kids. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I agree. I, I know what that feels like <laughs> with having two podcasts. I love them both. <laughs> so um, how did you get started in um, the real estate investment business? It's interesting. Um, I feel like real estate found me. Um, I've always been interested in it. Uh-huh. Um, but for the longest time, I thought that it was rather um, unattainable for me, to be completely honest. It appeared as if there was either two routes in real estate, right? Either you were running around in a skirt suit as a real estate agent. Yeah. Or you were in the old boys clubs yes. being an investor. One yes. uh, with a cigar, like all yes. of that stuff. Um, so I thought, well, there's no way for me to get into this. Uh-huh. Um, but thank goodness for this new age of the internet, right? Yes. So all you have to do is just go into Google and <laughs> the social media, and then you found all these amazing investors from all different walks of life, all different races, and everyone's investing. Uh-huh. And for me, that was very, very affirming that, hey, they can do it. I can do it too. Yeah. So hopped in the game and I haven't looked back. That's awesome. What do you enjoy the most about what you do? Oh, there's so many things. There's so many things. One of them, to keep it quite simple, is being able to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Because it's interesting because everyone thinks that real estate is about houses and buildings. But as you know, that is not it at all. That's not it at it's all. A, well, all the... All the um, the realtors that I know are more, it's about the relationships, the people, um, you know, and, and investment is also about the people. It's about, you know, you know, it's about business, but it's definitely about the people that you go into business with. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, so that's what I enjoy the most. Once I recognize that it's not about the the vessel, the home that someone lives in, it's about the family that lives in it, right? Mm -hmm. What is their problems? What are their struggles? Being able to assist them mm -hmm. and help them through those challenges, um, even though that current challenge is dealing with their current property, uh -huh. being able to assist them through that, I find it to be extremely rewarding. But what it does require is a high level of patience, a high level of emotional intellect uh -huh. and uh, perseverance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that perseverance is, I feel with any business that you do or any passion that if you're not, you know, if you don't love it, you're not going to push through and down, you know, any, most of the, any of the downs, I shouldn't say yeah. most of the downs, but you know, it's a roller coaster ride. And if you're not persistent and yeah. yeah. And in the real estate world, you can fizzle out rather quickly. Uh -huh. I can imagine. You yeah. You don't have that type of skill set, uh -huh. um, especially when it comes to being able to listen to people and understand what they're saying mm -hmm. and hear what they're saying and what they're not saying. <laughs> you have to really slow down and really listen. to people. You have to be a mind reader. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> you do. In a way, you do. Because no one's going to say, oh, hey, hi, I need help. I'm going through foreclosure because I'm going through a divorce. No yeah. one's just going to say hi when you cold call them. And say, no, they're not. Yeah. And no one's <laughs> go up and say, hey, so I saw that you're going through foreclosure and you're going through a divorce. Let me have your house. No, that's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> not nice. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, so it, you have to finesse it, you know, yeah. and be patient. And once people, we are emotional beings first, right? So yes. people can sense who is sincere and who is sleazy. I so agree. The joy I have is that because this is my baby, people sense sincerity. Uh -huh. And so I've been able to receive a lot of great opportunities because of that. Yeah. I enjoy it very, very much. Yeah. I do more than I realized definitely a relationship building business. So good for you for sticking with it. So <laughs> <laughs> explain a little bit about the wholesaling business. Uh, wholesaling is quite simple. Uh -huh. Wholesaling is just like, think of Costco. Okay. So you know that you're able to purchase something at discount and then go ahead and resell it. Right. Uh -huh. So in the world of real estate, simple. You work with homeowners who, for whatever reason, need to uh, get rid of a property. Mm -hmm. I will go ahead and work with them to get the property under contract mm -hmm. for a price point that works with them, as mm -hmm. well as the accurate value of the property. Mm -hmm. Usually, um, for various reasons, the property is distressed. A classic example, right? A fire damaged property. Um, sometimes they've gotten their insurance money back and they just want to get rid of the house. Okay. So because of that, they just say, you know, just give me the value of the land and you can just have it. Okay. Mm, okay. I'll go ahead, lock that up under a contract with them, an agreement with them. And then I would go to you, Ken, because I know that you love to fix and flip properties. And okay. I say, I have this property here for $10. Let's pretend. Yeah. Um, and you will say, okay, fine. And I will say, okay. You can take this contract, this assignable contract, over, have this property, but pay me $5 for the service I provided to you. Okay. And you say, okay. So you'll take it. So you'll pay a whole of $15. Yeah. And wow. that's it. Sweet and simple. Sweet yeah. and simple. But you, so, but, you, oh, but you go out and find the deals. You're not just waiting yes. for the deals to come to you. And that's where the real legwork comes in. <laughs> That's when the real legwork comes in. But that's where the fun is had. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Really 
that's where the fun is had because my oh my the conversations i've had with home <laughs> that's another podcast for another day yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna try and keep this under 20 but no i mean any business you you are when people tell me, oh, I want to go into business for myself because I want to make my own schedule and like I want to get rich or whatever the, the reasons are, I like to tell them that, you know, you're going to one, work harder for yourself than you will anybody else. And you're going to put in way more hours than you ever did, you know, at a nine to five. Yes. And if you think you're going to get rich overnight, it's highly unlikely. It's not a, I will build it and they will come. It just doesn't yeah. work that way. So. A lot of hustle and passion has to go into, you know, getting your name out there, like what you do and finding the deals and connecting the dots with, you know, other investors or other people who want to buy and, you know, it is. So it good is. for you. For, for Thank you. <laughs> I enjoy it though. I, I deeply, I deeply enjoy it because you have to see both sides of it. Yeah. It is a fantastic position to be in because I can understand the the world, the emotions and the needs of the homeowners, but also the world emotion and the needs of um, other investors who want to fix and flip properties because what they're looking for and what they need uh -huh. is obviously different than the homeowner themselves. Yeah. But when you can be, it's almost like being a matchmaker. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Real estate matchmaking, real estate tender. Yeah, in a way, right? And I like so it. You, I'm saving time for the uh, the fix and flippers out there, you know, yeah. because they don't have the time. Yeah. They have the funds, but they don't have the time. Yeah. So I'm here to help everybody out. And That's it's awesome. Fantastic. I love it. Would you tell somebody who's wanted to get into the wholesaling business? Um. To first make sure that you understand the mind of an investor. That okay. is the most important thing because people really don't understand that wholesaling is under the umbrella of investing, right? Wholesaling is just one of the many exit strategies that an investor has. Okay. Wholesaling is very, very appealing to many because you don't need much capital to get in the game. Okay. So, want to do it and yes it is rather lucrative but what they don't understand is that if you're walking in blind and you don't understand the needs of the your fellow investor who is going to ultimately buy the home as well as the needs of the homeowner who's trying to release themselves of the home mm -hmm. um, you can get yourself in some pretty sticky situations most importantly, you need to understand that you need to know your state real estate laws okay. and recognize that you are not a realtor. You are not a real estate agent. So stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. You're selling houses. You are getting a house under contract. It is a signable contract. Uh -huh. You're assigning your rights. Um, so you have to understand it. And that's basically it. You need to understand that first, because if not, if you're just going off of one YouTube video, then my dear, you're going to be in a whole heap of trouble real time. <laughs> real fast. Just ask any real estate agent, especially any real estate attorneys out there. Uh -huh. The ones that you need to befriend first and uh -huh. build relationships with first. Yeah. Show them and show respect to the industry in and of itself. Yeah. Because depending on how you navigate this space, you can either build a good name for yourself or you can get blackballed. You don't um. know. <laughs> I can see how that could happen. Yeah. yeah. Because real estate is a small community. Uh -huh. It is. It's a rather small community. Even in a big city like DC, it's a rather small community. Yeah. yeah. Did you, um, 
it was this something that you went in on your own or like or was this like a you know a venture with family or spouse or another business partner it was me myself and i <laughs> my favorite trio <laughs> my favorite trio you know we're, we're a great act together um we lean on each other <laughs> um but i did enlist the help and guidance of seasoned investors like one i will always shout her name for the rooftop is um nita davidson shout um, out shout out nita davidson she goes on instagram as house hunter 216 okay. she's a phenomenal investor out of cleveland mm -hmm. Ohio. and uh yeah i enlisted her help um i still bug her to this day and <laughs> i am nothing without her i really really i'm nothing without that amazing woman um so that also goes to the fact that invest in education uh -huh. because i also i I at first I took her course and then I just continued to bug her and I just now friends now I just adore her. Yeah. But that's an education, but also to remember that the power you have is building within your network mm -hmm. and making sure you have an abundance mentality. Yeah. Those who, those who are doggy dog and are trying to backbite each other, nobody wins. Yeah. Nobody wins. I just agree. now, not too long ago, the other day, that was a deal that came on my table, and I recognized, no, I'm not the best fit for this. This is for my other partner down in this area of Virginia. They're the best fit for this. Yeah. Yeah. I could have ingredients that all oh, I want to offer myself, but there's there's enough to go around there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's no. more than enough to go around. It is. It's um, business days of, um, you know, late 20s uh, to about the mid, uh, you know, 30s. I was always, you know, it was probably more than helpful and always believed in giving a little bit of a way for free and, you know, and building that rapport with people. And then, to, you know, give with the expectation down the road that hopefully it would come back to me in the way of business. Um, and in the beginning, I didn't, it was okay that if it didn't, and then I think, cause I just became cynical because of the situation I was in at the time towards the very end of, um, our cycle of, you know, of the old business that I just became cynical, you know, that I was just kind of uh, tired. Um, but after obviously, you know, listening and watching everything of Gary V's, um, as you know, you're also a Gary Vee fan. I can say this to you that um, he reminded me of that, you know, do not give with that. You know, if you're going to give, the reason he never gets upset or hurt or things of that sort when it comes to this, because he doesn't take it, you know, he has no expectations. Exactly. And, and that was something I, you know, had early on lost, forgot, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> And now starting over again, I'm very much like, yeah, you know, hey, if you want to learn something about podcasting, then let me show you or, you know, social media. Those are, you know, really social media is more, you know, my thing. Uh, I'm always willing to share my knowledge because, you know, it's, I believe sharing is caring and I'm trying to be a company. I'm just, I want to podcast for as long as I possibly can yeah. and do side gigs until I figure out what I want to do next in life, you know? But um, here, I, you know, I, it's not something that's for me, like you, like you knew that you weren't the right fit, you know, why are you going to fake it till you make it type of thing? Yeah. And it's, yeah, when I hear that, those terms, fake it till you make it, it gives, it makes me cringe now. <laughs> <laughs> <Me too. laughs> yeah. So I think you're doing an amazing job. 
Uh, so I, I commend you because I do follow you on the Insta. Our, the standing question of this podcast is what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, uh, that's, oh my goodness, Kimberly. I need a full podcast for that. <laughs> I need a full podcast. Oh my word. It's 20s, 30s, and oh. I, I don't know how old you are, but you know. Oh, I am happily 35. Happily. Oh, yay. You, you happily way younger, way younger than 35. I'm happily 45. So <laughs> believe um, me, you're, you're going to, your advice will be different in 10 more years. Take I, I know. That's what my sister says. She tells me that all the time. Um, yeah. I feel, okay, in a nutshell, in a sound bite, since this is a podcast, I would tell her that she does not need anyone's permission. Hmm? to live her life to stop waiting for everyone's permission because i don't want to get spiritual but i will say this the blessing she needed to recognize then was that god co-signed on her dreams a long time ago oh yes that's amen. it <laughs> amen <laughs> that's it he co-signed on her dreams a long time ago stop waiting for your friends your friends your friends your friends your family your auntie your cousin no anybody yeah anybody especially i feel like as women we have this bad habit of waiting for some type of confirmation before we proceed on a new new venture in life Mm -hmm. um and that has held me back for many 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 years um and so yeah no more no more i would tell her that first and number two i would also tell her that everyone's faking it (laughs) no one knows what they're doing out here Nobody knows what they're doing out here. Uh, except account. for Gary. I'm going to say that. Except I know. For Gary. I, know. <laughs> I know. That's another. We need to have a podcast dedicated. We're just going to call it Dear Gary. Like, <laughs> hey, that's, hey, that's, I, I, the more practice I get, I'm down for it. We'll, we'll do an homage to it. Yes. <laughs> because people in the, in my industry, multifamily, when I'm, they think I'm, you know, starstruck or whatever. And when I try to, ex- in the beginning, when I try to explain why I, I, you know, value his, and I, I follow his advice because meeting him, cause he was so gracious. Even the first time I ever met him, you know, I mean, you met him now just, just twice. But the first time before you, when we were at the same conference that you and I met at, like he was, it was the first time I'd ever seen someone speak or the head of the conference be so like, humble and kind to shake at like the, I was the third person and I thought it was like, I was being sneaky. And then there's a whole line behind me and he talked to every looked at you in the eye. Like I was star, I didn't, didn't even know what to tell him, you know? And there was so much that, and then the second time I, I, me and, and this other uh, friend of my new friend that I met at the conference um, that had never been to a real estate, um, or, you know, type of conference. Cause he came from HR it was, you know, we both ran into him at the ATM because I had been to that Anatole so many times that, that I was like, hey, let's walk around. We'll probably run into him. You know, like I know every, just about every entrance, you know, because conferences, we had, I'd been to different ones in different places within that hotel area. Mm-hmm. And we ran into him and I was just bawling in tears because now I was ready to tell him. But then we were just so like, he was at the ATM. <laughs> I mean, and then we got up front, you know, and, and then, uh, the gentleman I'm talking about Zane, he got the, he was the one who asked for the job, you know, for the internship. And yeah, now he's going in. I wonder how he's doing now. He's doing good. We actually kept in touch. He's doing, he just, 
I think you got there on Monday or Tuesday this past then week. But you had said, you know, about giving yourself permission and oh, the faking about that nobody knows what they're doing. No one knows. Correct. They they're all learning. And the difference between those who like for you when you said, Hey, I got a deal and I I knew that wasn't for me, and you weren't gonna fake it till you make it, you passed it to someone. Yeah, um, you know that's the difference is to you know what you know you're good at you're good at and hey by all means you know but you should still share that advice as well but mm -hmm. what i learned from and being getting comfortable from following and watching gary was that your name is everything exactly. your reputation your you know they call it influencers now but it was your your own branding your own you know reputation back in the day you know mm -hmm. and i've always had that i've always been a very you know, I didn't, I hated the fake it till you make it, you know, terminology. Yeah. I didn't understand until just recently why. <laughs> yeah. You, because to me, I feel like fake it till you make it also coincides with the issue of imposter syndrome, right? Like this whole idea of like you're faking it and you know you're faking it and then you feel bad that you're faking it. And <laughs> it's just this horrible, horrible yeah. So why not just be transparent about where you are and where you're going and who yes. wants to join you will join on the ride. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. So that is great. If I agree with the advice of your younger self. And then when we do another one in 10 years or when you watch this in 10 years, you're going to be like, okay, this is my new advice to my younger yes. self <laughs> and my 45 self. <laughs> so I do. That's it. That's really, really good. Well, that's awesome. Tell people how they can get a hold of you if they want to connect with you. Um, the best way is to like and follow on Instagram. On Instagram, I go as the Kaizen Investor. Okay. Uh, as well as you can reach out to me at my email is Jordan at PercivalHerald.com. Again? Jordan at PercivalHerald.com. We're going to um, soon have a LinkedIn profile because I'm going to help you with that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I will. <laughs> and maybe even a Facebook group soon. Yes. 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 And yes. I think I said all of that. <laughs> but keep a lookout for all those folks. <laughs> yes. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Thank well, you awesome. So much, really. I appreciate you so much um, and, and giving you know, me, your time. And, and to all the listeners out there, uh, thank you for joining us. And if any of uh, Gia's advice um, was valuable to you, you or you know somebody who could um, use it, please, you know, send this episode to them. Uh, maybe leave a comment or review on the podcast or wherever you see this. And remember, until next week, stay positive. And remember, sharing is caring. See ya. Bye. Thanks, Gia. Thank you. Bye.